0: Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. That's right. You just got podcasts back to back by me. And you're going to get a ton more. Why is that? Because the month of September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And there is so much for us to talk about So excited for it, but before we do, I wanna go ahead and make sure I take a quick second to say thank you to all of the new listeners for tuning in to the podcast. Your presence is so appreciated. Please make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on and make sure you share with somebody else who might not be listening just yet. And then of course, I gotta thank my dream squad, my dream team that continues to come back and support me every week. Thank you all so much for your continued support stay subscribed, make sure you like, share, and uh, continue to let the the good word be known about the Between the Dream podcast. So as you know, we kick these podcast episodes off with a quote, with a thought, with something. And since we are now in full throttle prevention mode for this month to educate, to activate, to mobilize, all of that, I think it's so important that we start off with the chapter, chapter four from my second book, Between the Dream. This chapter was called The New Suicide. And there was a quote that I had from Albert Camus that came and it said, in the end, one needs more courage to live rather than to kill themselves. And I thought that this was so powerful when I read it. And the reason being is because it put me in a moment in a space and time to reflect on my own life and my own struggle and battle with suicide, the thoughts, the ideations, and the attempts from the age of 10 to 20. And in this, one of the things I could not help but to think about was just how hard it was and how much courage it took to be able to actually stand up in the face of the very thing that I feared um, and the very thing that I thought I would never be able to get past and get over. And so I think it's super important that we have this conversation as the, the, the one to kick it off, which is um, obviously from the quote, it takes more courage, right? But what is our role, right? You might not necessarily be an individual that is going through or maybe you are, but I want to stick to the conversation because we're going to we're definitely going to be intentional about having convos geared towards people who need the encouragement who might be going through. But the the goal for this month is the awareness piece. And sometimes I think when we talk awareness, it's easy to make those who struggle aware, but sometimes we miss the mark of making those who might not be struggling, but might be connected to someone who is struggling aware right? Maybe it's a family member, a friend, a spouse, somebody of importance. Um, And I think that it's so, so needed. So today we're kicking the initial conversation off for this month around potential warning signs of suicide, right? And so hear me when I say this, I just want to give you a quick, just kind of disclaimer. These are not the only warning signs of suicide, but they're common, and they're things that are a little easier for us to pay attention to, and that is my encouragement. As we go through this month, as we have different conversations around how we can not only be a part of the solution of prevention, but also how we can just be better people overall, I think the the, the focal point always has to be how are we paying attention in moments and times um, where it can be present and it can be speaking to us, but We might be distracted. We might have something going on. We might all think, oh, this is just that one friend or that one family member that just wants attention, that's seeking attention. What what if that's not the case? What if you are actually being granted the opportunity to see somebody's vulnerability on display and you're able to help and bring some kind of reassurance? Here's the beauty of these conversations. They're not going to be drawn out. They're going to be super quick. I'm going to give you what you need. I want you to be equipped, mobilized, and I want you to take this. So let's jump into this. The first thing that I want I, I really want you all to pay attention to are those moments where people say that they have no reason to go on living. Or maybe you've heard it from a standpoint of, I have nothing to live for, right? In these moments, what, what what's usually happening a lot of times is that um, people are seeing blank spaces mentally and emotionally, right? We look at the life around us. We look at our circumstance and the current circumstance is usually lying to us. It's telling us that we have nothing to live for. It's showing us this blip, so to speak. But the reality is, is that we are only seeing a small fraction of what life has to provide, right? Now, this is for the person that's struggling, but I'm saying this to those who are interested in helping to prevent uh, what could be a potential suicide attempt in the fact that there are two things I want you to pay attention to. The first is that they're not just seeking attention. Take every moment like this serious. But then the second thing that I also want you to do is to have this understanding that before you open your mouth to try and negate or discredit what they're saying, hear them, listen to them, get a chance to feel what they're saying And don't be so quick to listen to have a response, but rather listen to hear because I think that your response will be so much more effective when you can understand that they're viewing it from a perspective of where their struggle is in that moment and at that time. The second thing that you can do when it comes to being aware of um, some of the signs or a sign to be aware of is individuals that are making a will or maybe they're giving away personal possessions. Had this happened before, um, and I, I won't say names or anything, but definitely am, am, am brought back to a conversation and some circumstances that took place um, in my younger years, college specifically, of a, a, a somebody who used to be a close friend. And I, I wasn't paying attention because I was so indulged with self, but literally sold all of their possessions, gave everything away, was on a spiritual journey and um literally passed away a few years later um and and not even a full few years like it was just like a decline it was a decline and it hurt just kind of seeing it play out and I think what hurt even more was the fact that I was watching it play out but I was inactive the entire time and I just want to encourage you all who have the opportunity right now to in this pay attention to the moments where people are making a will or just giving away personal possessions, things that they normally wouldn't things that they hold dear. And don't be afraid to ask the question, how are you feeling? What's going on? Is everything okay? Showing that you are here, that you're available and that you care to listen and you want to be here in any way, shape or form to support the next thing that i want to encourage and we're going to have a greater conversation about this in a different podcast that's going to be specific but another sign to pay attention to are individuals who are searching for means of doing personal harm such as buying a gun right or a lethal mean right um lethal means can be you know sharp objects it could be drugs it could be things that could potentially lead to like an overdose There are so many things on the side of lethal means, right, when it comes to personal harm. And here's the interesting part. I want to give this to you all. As somebody who's lived with um, and battled in the past with the lethal means portion, some people that you're already around might be dealing with this, but they're not necessarily trying to utilize the lethal means to end it all. They're utilizing the lethal means to just bring personal harm, but they're still staying alive. That's one that I think we've got to be able to pay so much more attention to. The next thing that I think is so important when you talk about a warning time, individuals that might be around you, maybe yourself sleeping too much or too little, right? I think this is one that we we don't always pay enough attention to or might overlook, but sometimes like just always feeling drained and that desire to go to sleep, not necessarily wanting to be up, not necessarily wanting to be around Um, everything feels mundane. I remember I went through a season like this where I was just like, I'd rather lay in bed and just stay asleep. Don't wake me up type of approach and mentality. And this is very real for so many people, right? So I want you to pay attention to that. But then on the flip side, sleeping too little, right? Some of us are grinding, grinding, grinding. We're going to have a conversation later on this month about high functioning depression and anxiety that can lead to suicide attempts, ideations, and thoughts, Right. But that too little piece where we're grinding, we're always going, our gears are grind. When we're not getting rest, our brain isn't be, in able to, to, to be in a, a space of restoration, to restore, to renew. And so we're literally functioning not only on fumes, but we start to move and we start to do things um, from a, a day-to-day living standpoint in a different manner and function than we normally would. So sleep patterns are important when we talk about warning signs of suicide. The next thing that I think... Um, is, is one that's critical right um, and, and we've got to be very mindful right because I I get it you know with personality types some of us you know who who are introverts for example you know we don't necessarily always care to be around social people or social, inter- um, social moments events or whatever but there is a such thing as individuals who do avoid social interactions with others. Now, I'm not even talking about events. I'm not talking about going to a party. I'm not talking about going to a gathering, a a get together, a young adult event or whatever. I'm talking about social interactions when it comes to just like even the simple one on ones, right? Like, closing out the little bit of community that they have available. Have you noticed that maybe somebody that you talk to who doesn't have too many other people around them friend-wise is kind of like, "Hey, like where have you been lately? I haven't seen you. Let me check in on them." This is a this is a warning sign sometimes that I think we don't always pay attention to, but we've got to be more mindful of our friends and family members who are avoiding social interactions with others on a more consistent basis, right? That loneliness starts to creep in. It starts to bother us. It makes us feel like, oh, this is where we need to be. It's something that I think we should pay attention to. And then I think the last one that I want to give you all is that it's important for us to make sure that we are paying more attention and being aware of individuals around us who might be talking about suicide as a way out. Um, Sometimes people say this in frustration, depending on the circumstance that they're going through in life depending on what's happening in the moment in time. But I think that this is important. We've got to be able to take each and every one of these serious in the moments where somebody opens their mouth and they say something like this, we got to take them serious. We've got to learn to be present and we got to learn to help. And and in this, I think that what we can do is start to be able to kind of bring um, some hope and some light, let them know that they're not alone. Show them that you care and that you're there Um. And like I said, these are just a few of the warning signs. They're not, they're not all of them. These are just common ones, right? We got to continue to educate ourselves on these signs and others. And I would love to be able to come back and talk about more of these as we go through. I've got some amazing guests coming on the podcast this month and even doing some live videos with me on social media that I think that, um, that you're going to be able to benefit from and that I think you're going to be able to learn a lot from. So with that being said, before we go, I just wanna let you all know, if if you or somebody you know is going through, the National Suicide Hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. Once again, that's 1-800-273-8255. We are here for you, we we love you, we wanna see you win, we care about you, and um, yeah, the the battle isn't over. You're not alone in this. You deserve the best, there's still so much more for you. And coming from somebody who's lived this life and who's had to struggle, and I will definitely be mindful of opening more up about that um, as we move forward. Just as somebody who's dealt with it, I know what it's like. I know how it feels, and um, I also know that you can overcome it, and that better days are ahead. Make sure you stay in tune with me, Richard Taylor Jr. on Instagram, Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. Same on LinkedIn truly tailor-made on Twitter, and of course my website is RichardLTaylorJr.com